Bitch, you made this one. Yeah. But you said you were alright. Okay. I can take you there. Yeah. That's all you gotta do is say that one time. She got long hair Pretty bitch got a big booty Yeah, I gotta stare Mama always told me I was different I ain't got no fear I don't eat the cat That's why I probably don't got a beard I can tell you about my life story You ain't gotta care Bitch keep calling me out my name You ain't gotta swear Nigga tried to tell me bad advice I had to close my ears Uncle Willie sleep on the line He just gotta cheer Damn uh, wake up I was sleep too long in my dream I had to wake up All that time I spent doing nothing Gotta make up I just left my bitch Oh man, that's a breakup Oh, you wanna see me pop off? Up. All I want is some <laughs> noodles. Put the steak hey, this is my, my drink right here, though. I ain't gonna lie to you. That joint slap. Uh, new artist by the name of YNJ and Louis Ray, straight out of Flint Town. You know, uh, matter of fact, you know, I still be hitting the wrong buttons, man. I'm gonna figure it out one of these days. Real Spit Royale, your homie D Royale on the check in. This is um, this is like a, I don't, this is like an experimental episode, but I'm still gonna put it out anyway, just because it's been a minute since I dropped, and this is gonna pretty much be the first episode of the year. Which is pretty dope. Shout out to everybody. Happy New Year to everybody. Hope everybody had a good New Year. You know, round of applause for you. If you made it to 2021, healthy, alive, um, after a tumultuous 2020. So um, we're going to kick it off and just have fun. I got some new equipment. So it took me a minute to really get my, um, to actually drop an episode because the equipment that I was recording with was dope for like, you know, mobility. You know, most of it was on my phone for my podcast, which is pretty dope. Uh, I did most of all and really damn good sound quality too. So I invested a little bit more and in 2021, I wanted to do something bigger with my podcast as opposed to just, you know, talking to the abyss and, you know, having those rants by myself, which I'm still going to do except even better this year, but I'm going to collaborate with a lot more people as well. So what I did was I went out, you know, real spit Royale podcast, your homie D Royale holding you down right now. Um, and I went out and I invested a little bit more into the podcast, uh, Avenue and I'm fully independent now, which is super dope. So like you can catch me on all the platforms, you know, SoundCloud, uh, you can catch me on, uh, heavily on Spotify. Shout out to my salute to my Spotify family, uh, Miranda and them over there. Also, um, you can catch me on, you know, Apple, you know, iTunes everywhere, pretty much everywhere. Oh, and I'm, uh, also on, uh, Amazon, Amazon got their join up now. So it's been pretty fun. And uh, one of the things that I do enjoy most about my new setup is that I can take this anywhere. Uh, I have the new Rodecaster Pro, which is pretty much a premium podcast console, which, as you can clearly see, records in high definition. Um, you don't get all of those noisy backgrounds. Like, you know, living in Harlem, you know, we're still in lockdown. So I haven't been able to go to like an actual studio because most of that stuff is still closed down. So for the most part, what I do is, you know, I, I have to set up here home in Harlem. I shout out. Harlem, you know, Harlem. And uh, and you can still hear like the trains and the buildings speaking the trains. You could probably hear that in the background right now. Uh, so the train, I live right next to the train and it just runs up top, you know, all the time. So it's pretty frequent. And so what I wanted to do was, you know, just kind of boost, you know, the sound quality, uh, the integrity of my podcast, and also to be able to offer other podcasters services as well. Now, the best thing about this is being fully independent. I get to do whatever I want. You know, there's no contractual ties. There's no obligations. There's no red tape. I do whatever I want. Now, in doing whatever I want, I wanted to be able to offer up-and-coming podcasters. And even, you know, I don't wouldn't even call them medium-tier podcasters, but, you know, new podcasters who may not have um, a recording studio right now to record out of, you know, 
feel free to hit me up. You know what I'm saying? Reach out to me. My email uh, is right here. You can catch it in the link. You know, email me, reach out to me. I do podcast consultation, which essentially means that I can help you set up your podcast, get it distributed on all of the, you know, main major platforms you will want it on, you know, whether that's YouTube or, you know, whether that's on, you know, Spotify, Google Play, uh, all of those different, you know, platforms I can get you up on there. Um, get you some promote some promotion going on. I can edit down your podcast. Essentially, I'll have you record with me. I do high definition phone calls. So the best thing about this road podcaster, uh, the road cat, the roadcaster podcast console is that I'm able to record people in high definition that it sounds to the point where you sound like you're here with me. Um, and I don't even have to be a part of it. I have the console. So basically I'll set up a zoom call, a high definition zoom call. Um, it might even be through anchor, um, I'll send you an invite. You'll hop on, you know, I have all of the different, you know, and, and I edit it all down and produce it all down. Like, a, you know, we can even go live with it if you, if you really want to. So basically I'm offering these services and you can reach out to me in my email, droyal one zero four five at gmail.com. Um, and you can hit me up there or you can even reach out to me on Instagram or Twitter. Just slide me a DM with some of your information. I can set up a zoom call for you. You know, I help you craft your podcast. You know, I got some people that help you brand image your podcast as well. Um, I do voiceovers as well. I produce. Um, I got a lot of experience with doing voiceovers and different imaging uh, for radio back when I was in radio. And even now when people reach out to me to have me do like some drops to them and stuff like that, it's still kind of weird doing podcast drops. You know what I'm saying? Because like, <laughs> like you want to send over the raw vocals to people, but at the same time, you want to punch everything up and make it sound good and, and you know, edit it down yourself too. But for this, uh, for the sake of this, you know, you reach out to me and help you consult, you know, carve out what your podcast is going to be, help you with your identity, help you craft the wording for your description uh, for each episode. I kind of help you with, you know, research, you know, so I help you, you know, get that content, do the, do the right research to make sure you're getting, you know, the right actual resources when you're when you're pulling this content. Um, I pro- produce and edit everything down for you. Take out what you don't want, you know, add in some stuff you do need. Um, if you have any ad reads that you're getting paid for, you know, you can read them, you know, pause, you can read them raw and then send them over to me. Uh, I'll produce all of that down and place it wherever you want to go. Um, and that's essentially what my brand new podcast setup is done for me. And the reason why I decided to invest on this level is because, you know, my goal for 2021 is to be fully independent and fully funded, you know, by my ventures. So if you want to reach out to me, homie D Royale, make sure you hit me up. I do all of that stuff that I just mentioned for you. Um, I'll probably even put it in a description for this too, uh, just to kick the year off for you. So if you're thinking about starting a podcast or maybe you already got your hands on a podcast and it's too time consuming, you don't want to edit it down. You know, you don't want to go through all the necessary post-production stuff after you record everything on whatever devices that you may be using. Feel free to hit me up, shoot that over to me. I'll get you right ASAP. It ain't even going to take that long. The turnaround time is very expeditious, you know, so you don't have to worry about uh, waiting over 24 hours. My, you probably won't even have to worry about waiting two hours. I can get that right back to you, uh, which is going to be super dope. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's all on that. I think that's off my PSA to kick off 2021. Uh, and the best thing about the roadcaster as well is that you can even invite more of your friends. So it doesn't even have to just be you. You can have your friend on the call. I can set up a high definition zoom call, edit all this down. Um, I can put the intro music in there if you want me to, you know, you heard me play my Y and J the Y and J and Louie Ray, uh, joint just now, which by the way, I kind of forgot to even tell you the name of that joint. Cause I was so hyped to tell you that I'm a, I'm getting my own bread out here. I'm getting my own bread out here. I'm still learning the sound effects. So you might've heard me 
erroneously put another sound effects sound effect before I did that. But um, no, this this service is for everybody. Like anyone looking to do something fun, you know, I I work with you in terms of your rates or your budget. You know, I get it. You know, I started this ground up, so I didn't have a lot of money. Um, so I invested the money that I did make, you know, uh, from just helping other people out with podcast production and coordination and content creation. Um, and also just kind of giving my services out to different people. So, you know, I can work with you, you know, that's what, that's what this is about. 2021 is the year of working with you. We're going to get you right for the lows. Uh, by the way, that joint that you heard at the beginning of the podcast is by a new artist from Flint, Michigan, my home soil, uh, YNJ and Louie Ray. It's called triple S. They're actually from, they're from Beecher, but that's Flint. You know what I'm saying? So, it is what it is. Now, um, shall we get into some of the more nah, the banta? I like that sound effect. It was random, so we just gonna roll with it. Now, um, now if you got a chance to watch tonight, the national championship game was on. Um, and I honestly, I'm gonna just keep it extra funky with you. All right, I am not. I'm. I don't even really want to validate this college football season because it started last year, and um, most of it. You know, I'm a Big Ten guy, you know, being from Michigan myself. Obviously, you know, I roll with the home soil. So if you roll it with Michigan State, it's go green, go white. And that's pretty much it for that when it comes to the home teams coming off the soil. So you already know what that means. We ain't going to get into the specifics. You know who I'm dissing, and I don't even got to say your name out here. Uh, but this college football season was pretty tough uh, with the coronavirus, you know, COVID-19 uh, shutting down the majority of college football conferences. So if you kept an eye out, you know, the Big Ten pretty much played only like seven, six games, depending on what your schedule was looking like. And if your team didn't test positive for COVID and your facility didn't get shut down or even your campus for that matter, um, then, yeah, then you got a chance to play. Now, the SEC got a chance to play. Um, hey, real quick side note, I'm watching the post game and Joy Taylor, not Joy Taylor, but um, I got to remember her name. She be on here all the time. And um, she, she got the all black on, you know, I see you out here, huh? Um, but yeah, so actually the college football season, I'm just going to, you know, keep it a stack with you. I, I didn't really validate it in my mind, um, because a lot of conferences didn't play. Now, obviously you see the SEC, I believe the SEC and the big 12, obviously when you look at the map regionally and you look at what regions and areas, uh, continue to stay open, even after the pandemic happened, you can clearly see that there's a connection <laughs> with the teams that stayed open based on a region versus the other teams that didn't. Um, you can see a lot of, you know, the Northeast region, the Midwest region, even the West coast region. A lot of those schools shut down for football because obviously that's a game that's, that's a mass spreader event with all of the people coming in. And now you can see that a lot of the, um, a lot of the, the, the rules and regulations in the beginning for these games were uplifted. But a lot of teams played double digits in, in pretty much all of, you know, their season, you know, and even substituting like smaller teams that were willing to play and get that exposure to play against a, you know, Power 5 conference team. But I just I kind of felt like that was dangerous. And I felt like this year was kind of like ticky tack. You know, they just kind of pieced it together as they went on went along, which kind of disqualified a lot of different teams from participating uh, because of the because of COVID nineteen and um, some teams didn't get a fair shake and now you got a team in Ohio State playing in the national championship which there was a lot of backlash about that cause, because they only played seven games and you look at a team like you know Alabama um, which what they played twelve games I believe it was um, when you include the college playoffs and you know now you look at this and Ohio State got their ass beat it was bad it was real bad it was scary. That's my scary sound effect. I'm running back one more time. Can I play it? Yeah, that's my scary. It was it was it was looking real spooky for them. 
Um, I believe they lost by like 30. I didn't even really check the score, which is really cool. But uh, Devontae Smith, you know, round of applause to you, my guy. Round of applause. <laughs> Devontae sang. That's what I should have. That's what the, you know, we need we need a little bit more um, diversity in that booth because every time he scored, they should have played Devontae sang just because I felt like that's dope. His name is Devontae and Devontae from Jodeci. But, you know. Yeah, whatever. Get you crickets on that. I thought it was fire. But anyways, um, yeah, so Devontae Smith, he's actually the Heisman uh winner of this year. Uh out of um all right, that's that's enough with the that's enough with the crickets, okay? I thought it was a good joke. Anyways, uh Devontae Smith, Heisman winner this year, and I believe he's the first wide receiver to win the Heisman since like what I think it was like what that was like the mid nineties. I have to look at the actual stats on that. But that's and tonight, I think he had, like, five receiving touchdowns. I think, like, tied a record or something like that. And, um, man, uh, the Mac Jones kid, the quarterback from Alabama, was damn good, too. Uh, it, it was just – it was a bloodbath out there. And I'm still looking for the final stat line. Uh, the thing that's kind of distracting me right now uh, is the Busted Challenge, all right? And you know what? If you haven't, if you haven't seen or heard the Busted Challenge – I'm going to do you a favor. I'm just going to just going to give you a little quick audio briefing, you know. So if you see if you hear this on somebody's phone, now chances is <laughs> chances are if you live with a man, but I'm not even going to just say a man. I'm not going to say that. If you've been on your phone at all over the past 2 3 days, you've been hearing about this thing called the busted challenge, all right? Now the busted challenge, I don't even what was this her name Erica Kane? Is that her name? The woman that made the song? Was it Erica Kane? Erica, Erica who? Max? Banks? Oh, I still don't know who that is. <laughs> I just I look, don't be mad at me. I don't all these new artists is coming. All these new artists pop up out of nowhere. But this is this is what the uh the the, the busted challenge sounds like. Yeah, which I think was pretty creative. Um, so I guess you know that song is has been going viral uh, because of the videos. Now the the rules, pretty straightforward for this challenge. All right, very straightforward for this challenge. If you're going to do the busted challenge, you already late. All right, we didn't have three days worth of busted challenge, and I tell you, everybody been busting it on the timeline. Everybody's has been busting it on the timeline. So shout out to everybody. A round of applause to everybody that busted on the timeline and did it for the timeline one time. I just have to say that uh, some people actually didn't really listen to the rules. And that's what kind of made me mad. All right. You know, one thing I don't like is when people see a challenge and clearly the rules of the challenge is to shake some ass and drop it low on the TikTok and edit that for us. And then you bless us with it on the timeline. That's what it's for. But then everybody want to try to take it a different way. And and you know what? Let me just do this real quick. You get the womp womp. All right? You get the womp womp because you got on there. We had one young lady on the timeline. You know, I'm not even going to shout out her at. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't even know if I follow her. So I don't, really wouldn't care anyway. But going to get on there and start dropping it low with them. Pull out a Bible? <laughs> what, what, are you, what are you doing? <laughs> Would you ever do some shit like that? You looking like a real goofy on the timeline. If you're going to do the busted challenge, all right? Do the busted challenge. Don't waste our time. All right. Everybody else out here doing that extra. And and also, uh uh Monica. Come on. Come on, Monica. Come on. You 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 know, you a legend out here. 
If you wasn't going to do it, don't do the pump fake. All right. Monica going to do the damn pump fake where she started the busted challenge. And then her son comes in talking about bust what you somebody mama. Look, let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell you something, young man. Your mama got a thumper. Let her drop that thing for us. Huh? Round of applause, though, for her son being a stand up guy. No disrespect to Monica. She's an OG. But, um, yeah, come on, don't don't hashtag the Busted Challenge and be out here pump faking. You know, that, that's real weak. That's extra weak out here. Um, so it's been a hell of a week for the Erica Banks, Erica Banks girl. Yeah, it's been a good week for her. And then she did her own one. How you going to ruin your own challenge? That's what had me. That's what had me real heated out here. You going to ruin your own challenge. All right, everybody else out here throwing that thing on the timeline. Some ain't even had no panties on. Round of applause for them. Some of them throwing that thing on the timeline to your joint. And you're going to get out here and have yellow beezy standing behind you and you looking real conservative. Come on. Come on. We don't do that out here. All right. If if I start a challenge, I'm either going to have the best version of the challenge or one of the best versions of the challenge. And you got out here with your mans and shout out to yellow beezy. You got your, I see you out here, pimp. You got your little thing on you, <laughs> which is pretty dope. Uh, so it's, it's been a pretty eventful week. Um, I, you know, I wasn't going to talk about this, and I, I think I still probably won't even talk about it. But um, I might even, you know, do something where I might play something to lighten the mood up whenever I feel like I'm about to switch to something. And I'm look, my favorite new artist right now, I know I'm jumping around right now, but I'm really excited because this podcast is sounding real crispy. All right. I The sound quality just got my nipples hard. You know what I'm saying? Let me go ahead and give you a little... Got scary when I said that. I was on the edge when I said that. But um, I was going to talk about the whole storm in the Capitol thing. But, you know, to be honest, I feel like everything has been said. I, I don't even really want to talk about it. You know, I get to a point with certain events now where it's like it's self-explanatory and anything else that I'd say is not going to do it justice. And I'm pretty sure there's going to be a lot of overlap with, with what a lot of other people said. But I will say this. Um, it brought my mood down, so I'm going to play something, uh, one of my favorite songs, so I'm going to get into this right now. This is called Kochi. Energy made this one. Energy, man, why you do that, man? You always doing something, man. We, energy, yes, man, why you do that, man? Put a silencer on the, this bitch shoot like E. Bro, put a silencer on the, sound like Lee's ball. Beat your nigga, put us in the league, my whole team ball. Pull off on my play, made me mad, then me keep stalling. I just left the club, drunk as hell, I was sleepwalking. You can get extra nugget, you keep calling. You can make it to the finish line if you keep jogging. Somebody call energy, I think I need more. Hold on, you hear that phone? Yeah, I had to end up. I ain't get that clear. So it's a little abrupt, so it's a little scary out here. This whole episode might not even make it. (laughs) This whole episode might be up for a hot day. Maybe, maybe. So I I hope it don't get a lot of hits. Well, I do want it to get hits because I want you to hear this work. But at the same time, like, come on. Like, I I got this thing. Like, now there's the ability for me to be able to play songs, and I don't have to edit them in and post now my mic is crispy. You don't hear no noise in the like, like you know. I'm feeling real good tonight. You know what I'm saying? Actually, you know, I, I will say this too. If this does get taken down, shout out to Y and J and Louie for for letting me rock just for a little bit. Just don't report me. All right, let this rock. But yeah, I didn't get that clean or cleared. I didn't get that anything. I just got that off uh, my stream, my my favorite Apple streaming site. I might even switch it up after this. But, um, you know, one of the favorite things that I like about 2021 so far is that, um, you know, a lot of people have really been vocal 
you know, about their disdain for a lot of things that have kind of got normalized uh, over the past. I want to I want to say four years because people think that a lot of this stuff started within four years. And I think that's the most disrespectful. I, I think that's the most disrespectful narrative of all. When you think about the political climate as it stands right now, a lot of these things been in motion for a very, very long time. And I'm not talking about with the Tea Party uh, prior to Donald Trump when they had, you know, McCain and and, and uh, everybody else running with them. I, you know, this has been something that's been in the process for a very long time. And um, I, I had to play something to lighten the mood up because I'm not going to talk about it. I'm, I, I just made my mind up. Me and podcast, I'm not talking about it. I think it's nonsense. I don't I don't want to know my timeline at all. I but one thing I do find funny though, these uh these these TikTok videos are starting to really take off a lot more. Now there's this kid who um was on TikTok and they do these things where they play like 10 songs from an artist and or from an era to say if they know these artists and I guess they either sing along and they don't. I don't know. TikTok is wild. I need to start me a TikTok. My TikTok is going to be wild, though, because on Instagram, I'm pretty conservative and I don't really post that much anymore. Uh, I don't really like Instagram. Let me just keep it extra funky with you. I, I wish we would have left. I wish we do a mass migration from Instagram to some other app that deserves it and not Clubhouse. Jesus Christ, not Clubhouse. Clubhouse is annoying. And if I get another invite, I don't want to go on Clubhouse. Stop sending me invites to these weird ass panels. I don't want to be on a shout match on my phone with a whole bunch of people talking about how Lori Harvey is, is whatever she is, or they disapprove or approve of her dating life, whatever. I don't want, come on fam. Like it gotta be something better to do with our time. You could just put all that energy into a podcast and invite your homies, you know, or your homegirls, whomever you want to have on a podcast and let them talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Because I kind of feel like clubhouse defeats the purpose of having a, a real, even genuine conversation anyway. And where are we at? When 21 Savage is the voice of reason on every on every single clubhouse panel that I've seen go viral. Like, and shout out 21 Savage, man. Shout out 21 Savage. That man's doing his thing right now. Uh, But I, I, I will say this, though. A lot of the new apps that are popping up, I think, have a little bit more value uh, than Instagram. Instagram has pretty much became become an online shopping network. It's like the it's like the interactive QVC. Like now when I'm on Instagram. I feel like I'm on QVC. I'm either getting sold some food, some T-shirts, some merch that I never wear, and they took away a lot of the features that I liked and put in this damn like what? Why is there a shopping bag on my interface? Like when I open up, come on, guys, don't nobody want that shit. I ain't buying that. I'm never never bought anything on Instagram to keep it a stack with you. If you've ever sent me a link to something and asked me to buy it, it's a hundred percent chance I didn't even look at that shit. I probably just deleted it. I slid it to the left and it was over after that. Pause. Um, and so one of the things that I, that I do like about being on Twitter is that you get these TikTok videos. I still don't really scout like scowl TikTok like that. Um, so the videos come to me. So anyways, back to what I was saying and shout out to everybody. If you the homie, you sent me something worth purchasing and I didn't, it ain't no beef. I, I just don't rock like that on Instagram. I got on Instagram for one purpose in the beginning memes and half naked women, sometimes fully nude women. It's the only reason I joined Instagram. That and when I was in radio to promote my show and my mix shows and when I was in the clubs, heavy DJing and hosting shows and, you know, events on UCF campus or whether it was, the, you know, Orlando Magic Game Day, stuff like that. Yeah, I would promote those things. But for the most part, I was only watching a few things on the timeline. All right. And when the memes died down and and, and then they started, now nah, I couldn't find my favorite Instagram comedians. I couldn't find my favorite IG thoughts who I knew was going to make it 
you know, they was going to give me some real P-Valley energy without me having to throw the ones. And then Instagram just changed up the algorithm, and here we are. Now they're selling me bags and T-shirts, and I don't want that. But back to what I was saying. So on Instagram, so on Twitter, where you can find me on Twitter, is at D-Royale, by the way. Um, there's this kid, you know, and, and these kids do this stuff on TikTok, which I think is super dope. So this particular artist, you know, the kid was listening to to see if they can name the 10 songs. You know, uh, one was, it was Drake, right? And so basically... You know, he listened to 10 songs and I'm going to play it for you and I'm going to let you know which songs. This 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 might not even make it up after I play this, these, these Drake snippets. It might not even go up after this. But fuck it. I just got a new console. I'm having fun. So check this shit out. I'll let you know exactly which ones he actually said that he knew and which ones that he did after this. And that's what I'm talking about right there. That's exactly what I'm talking about right there. First off, how you not know motto? And before I, let me let me prefix this before I say anything else. Let me just jump in here and, and, and really serve a disclaimer. I mean, with all due respect, the, the young man looks to be about, I don't know, maybe what, 14, 15, maybe. He don't look young. You like he might be in high school. 14, 15 is high school. That's high school. Like he'll be a, high, a sophomore, maybe junior in high school, maybe. So I get it. You know, motto was that about 10? Motto was almost 10 years ago. Maybe. I, look, Drake has been out well over 10 years, and I have to hand it to Drake. His, 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 discogra- his discography is really crazy. He has a lot of depth, right? But it's mostly hits, right? So it's not like these aren't album cuts. These are all singles that most of them probably hit number one. All of them more than likely hit number one at some point and continue to play on. Now, granted, we live in a digital age, right? And, of course, it moves fast. There's a train again probably here. Maybe not. I don't know. I'm going to listen out for that. And you look at it now and you're like, all right, it's, it's understandable. You know, kids are out here and they're just hearing these songs and from these artists and, and move, music is moving so fast. No, fuck that. All right. Music ain't moving that fast. When I was 15 or 16, if I got put onto an artist or maybe an older artist got hot again, you know, I was going back to I was listening to they old, and it was harder to get the music back then. You know what I'm saying? Like if, it, if it, like like for instance, pause, Mr. Cheeks, right from the Lost Boys. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's say, like, you know, Mr. Cheeks pops up on a remix or something, and I'm like, damn, Cheeks hot. I wonder what he sounded like in 95 or 96. You had to go actually go, you know, get them albums for the most part, you know, or something like them. But now, like, you can stream Drake, and Drake has enough records where you can stream and not get tired of them. So how do you know, how do you know starting from the bottom but not no motto is perplexing to me? You know what I'm saying? Like, and then... How do you how, how do you how do you get to forever and not know that like LeBron James if you follow LeBron James he used that that record heavily 
on his um he had like a, a biopic that came out about his high school years and that was on there i believe uh the drop it low song was on there too yeah the drop it low song was on there too from uh uh what's that what's that girl name oh man the drop it low girl i'm gonna have to look that up um but the the, the front what was who's there yeah esther dean shout out to man shout out to esther dean where her pin game being vicious I think Esther Dean was thick too. I'm gonna have to look up a picture and remind myself if if Esther Dean was thick. I think she was dropping it low in the video too. I have to keep an eye out for Esther Dean. But anyways, um, yeah, you know how do you not know forever? And then you don't know Jumpman. Look, what Jumpman is like 2016. So even if even if even if you are a what a 15 year old boy, that's on your radar. Let me tell you something. If you have a TikTok and you're younger, I hope my niece listens to this. Or my niece says, listen to this, because I just want you to know, don't you ever embarrass your uncle like this. All right. We come from a music background family. We're music forward. All right. We don't, we don't backwards forward and current, current day. We on everything moving. Don't you ever jump on TikTok and embarrass me like this young man just embarrassed his family. All right. So what I'm going to do at this point is I'm going to let it be known. And I'm really going to hit that man with the trombone right now. Sad day for his family, man. You can't be ruining the family name on TikTok like that for the, just for some likes and some views. And the funniest part about it is my niece actually just um had her birthday. So happy birthday, Kira. This episode then infringed on a, a handful of copyrights. So I told you in person. So whatever. This is for the extras. Uh, her and her sister, Aaliyah, got, uh, you know, uh, their birthdays are like less than 30 days from each other, which is weird. No, it's not. I'm lying because my brother and I, and my mother and a handful of my other family members, we all got like birthdays within like, I don't know, like that six or seven days uh, away from each other. So it gets a little clunky with the gift giving. But anyway, so, you know, the funny thing about it is I'm thinking, you know, as a, as a young kid, and she just turned, what, 13? And she's just round of applause to turn 13. You know, a lot of people don't make it to 13. I barely made it to 13. I was in these streets. Not for real, but, you know, kind of, sort of. But um, anyway, so I'm thinking to myself, at 13 years old, what would I be doing for my birthday, right? I'll probably be trying to sneak out. Not sneak out, but trying to set up a little, you know, like a little play. You know what I'm saying? You know, kids set up a play. You know, be like, oh, I'm going to the library, Mom. And you might be like, oh, my God, my son is so studious. He about to go to the library. Not knowing that I didn't told, you know, my little thing I'm digging on. You know what I'm saying? My little honey dip. You know, meet me up at the library because we can get a little private, you know, room, read our books. You smell me? So now I'm getting the best of both worlds. I'm really renting that book that I needed for school, you know, from the city library. And then, you know, I get to see my little, my little thing. You know, she pull up on me with that thing, you know? So I'm thinking that's the mindset I'm in as a kid or as a teenager, a budding teenager, you know, because when you get that teen in your age, you just start walking different. You know, you start doing things different, you know. So I call, I'm talking to my niece. I'm thinking, you know, she could be setting me up. But I'm talking to her. I'm like, yo, what, what, you, and, what you and your sister got planned for, for your birthday? She's like, oh, well, we're going to go to the cafe. I said, is that a club? Is that a teenage club? <laughs> the cafe, is that a cold word? Like you said, you said uncle up. You about to slide out and do something? What you doing? You know, I'm asking her, you know, she like, no, you know, it's, it's a, I'm going to an actual cafe. I said, huh, this is set up. You know, it gotta be, it gotta be a boy there. She like or something like, you gotta, gotta, you know, it gotta be something going on. There's something in the water, you know, it's a setup. She, she, she pump faking uncle. She running a handy dandy on uncle right now. And I'm like, all right, so, you know, who, had, who all going to be there? 
Oh, just me and, you know, me and my sister. I'm like, oh, you and Big Sis going there, huh? Okay, 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 okay. What y'all going to do when y'all get there? So now, you know, I got to investigate. I got the loaded questions coming on deck. She going to tell me some, yeah, we're just going to eat muffins and drink hot chocolate. What? What? What are you, 62? What are you, 45? You divorced? Huh? You a cat lady? And here's the thing, right? I, I don't want my niece to be wildin'. I don't want my nieces to be wildin'. But I don't want them to be old women at the age of 13 and 16. It's, it's, it's not cool. I don't know. I just wanted her to do something spicy. You know, we you know went to the arcade and, you know, shit like that. But she could be lying to me, you know, because girls are slick, all right? Especially little girls around that age. I know because I would hear the girls that I was talking to lying to their parents on the phone to get to me. So I knew how real it was back then, you know. But we are in a whole pandemic, so salute to her and her big sister for holding the family down, you know keeping our name respectable in them streets you know lord knows i wasn't i was doing too much but should i get to some more music i should play some more music i don't feel like i got the ability to play music why should i play music uh i you know what i'm thinking about doing this too to break it up if, if this episode doesn't get pulled instantly for copyright infringement um then i'm probably gonna try to do this thing where um it's an experiment right now and by the way excuse me it, this is an actual you know test episode but it's, it's an official test episode you know when you get new equipment you got to make it pop you know you got to have fun with it so let's see um i personally oh happy birthday to mary j blige fam there's a lot of birthdays this past week i think it was mary j blige's birthday um woo, i'm coming up short it was a lot of famous people birthdays mary j blige birth and by the way real quick real quick real quick mary j blige i I have to keep it extra funk. She getting finer like every year. I think she in her 50s now, her 50s. She like 51, 52, something like that. But she's getting up there. <clears throat> and it don't even matter what that number is next to her name because she thick. Round of applause. Y'all <laughs> call her Auntie Mary. I'm calling her Miss Mary. <laughs> Miss Mary Cakes. Uh, anyways, it was her birthday. Uh, it was a lot of birthdays this past week, and I'm struggling to like see. Uh, I'm remembering like the, 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 the names vaguely, um, and I probably should have made a list, but you know, whatever. You know, what can you do? Um, yeah, I'm pretty definite. I'm pretty sure that if I play some Mary J. Blige, that this episode might not make it. But hey, this this is what we doing in 2021. We tested it out. We test. You know, my favorite Mary joint. You know, a lot of people probably wouldn't even really believe me about this, but this this is my favorite Mary joint, so I'm just going to do it. You know, I ain't make no money off this. I might, it might send me a cease and desist, but, you know, we're going to do it. My life, my life, my life, in the sunshine. All right, so yeah, I don't know what the timing rule is and on the song. Um, I, I think it's about, I thought it was 30 seconds. You know, I was told it might have been 15 to 20. I don't know. But that is actually my favorite Mary, Mary song. That and um, 
all that I can say. See, the thing about Mary, right, and, and I'm an R&B, you know, soul, you know, I, I'm, I'm deep in the game. Some would even say that I probably took R&B to the next level for this era. But some, some, me, I might not say that, but I probably would be inclined to agree. Uh, every Sunday. And that's what I'm going to do on Sundays, too, my Sunday show. So I'm dropping two times a week, matter of fact. Uh, so it would be one um, which was supposed to drop on Thursday, but I got my equipment today. So I said, fuck it. I'm just going to drop today, uh, Thursdays and Sundays. Now, Sundays, you're going to get a little bit more soulful. This you know, During the week, I like to play some more new music that I got a chance to listen to that may have dropped, you know, the Friday beforehand. But back to Mary. Now, I was watching Power. Now, if you haven't seen the, the full Power Book 2 Ghost series, I don't know. Maybe I'm just going to spoil everything for you, and I really don't care. You had your time. This shit been over for a week and a half now. So let's get into it. Uh, shout out to Mary J. Blige, too, first and foremost. I thought her acting... I thought her acting was was really... I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I'm not going to say really good. She just she was way too hardcore. And I get it. You know what I'm saying? She's a queen pin. You know, she's doing her thing. Her husband's in prison. You know, she's running things from the outside. She has some real gangster scenes, but it's like... <laughs> <laughs> every scene she really was checking somebody she was a she was a real i mean this is the difference between being a queen pen and just being a mean person in the series and she was mean bro she ain't rock with none of her children you know what i'm saying like all of them she checking everybody did you get that work did you put that work in huh did you finish that did you handle that are you fucking him every single time you turn around she was in somebody's chest um, she executed the role really well, though. Uh, I I don't I can't even remember the last thing I seen uh, Mary J. Blige act in. I I really can't prior to this. Um, but she she did okay. She did okay, and she was she looked good throughout the entire series too. Um, I have to hand it to her. She executed the queen pan role really well. Now I'm just gonna run down you know the reason why I wanted to bring up this Mary J. Blige thing before I get into the power thing is because. You know, with Mary J. Blige, like, I think she's the last of, like, that diva R&B category who's still, like, super relevant. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't really see, like, the Mariah Carey's, the Faith Evans. They're not getting roles like that. I mean, well, you'll see Faith Evans in, like, reality TV shows and, you know, stuff like that, which is dope. You know, salute to Faith Evans. Keep getting that back. But, you know, I think the the issue that I have probably uh, with, you know, the way that we treat our R&B legends as they kind of age and they're not as musically relevant anymore. It's like we kind of phased them out the back door. Like, get up out of here. You old now. You can't be singing to us. Right. And then they don't find really different ways to reinvent themselves and make themselves relevant again. You know, Mary J. Blige got a chance to really, you know, do that with Power Book, too. So shout out to the casting director and, you know, shout out to the writers of that show for making her role relevant and, and making it solid. Now, to get back to my criticism of Power Book, too. Oh, man, where do I start? Overall, it was entertaining. And I will say this, as an adult, it's hard to watch a show about kids selling drugs on campus. And I think that's the thing that probably kind of lured me to be bored a little bit more. And it didn't have that same impact as, like, you know, I remember when Power, the first season dropped, you know, by season, by episode four, not even season, by, by, by episode four of season one, this was dying. It was going down. This was getting shot. You ain't know who was going to be alive at the end of power. Like that's how, that's how you got to keep it going. Like ghost was all, ghost and Tommy ain't no telling who was going to be dead the next day. 
know, like bodies was dropping, you know, some of our favorite characters. And this one, they kept everybody alive too long. Even the characters that I didn't like, you know, um, and I'll just, I'll just be honest. Tyreek as the lead was a little risky for me, right? Tyreek is now kind of likable, but he's still like a little piece of shit. You know, like he's still a piece of shit ass character. He's still a terrible son. You know, we still, I still ain't got over the fact that you murked your dad, supposedly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, Ghost put everybody on. He kept everybody fair. Yeah, yeah, Ghost was lying. Yeah, yeah, he was cheating on your mom. You know, yoked her up a couple times, mushed her once or twice. Yeah, he put the strap to your head in the bed, Tariq. He was supposed to do that. You was being a hoe. How else he was supposed to control you? You got his daughter popped. You got your sister shot, Tariq. Now on the spinoff, here you go, lead character. You was a little weak-ass Mark. And the thing that I, I kind of like, I can see where Tyreek might be, you know, the lead, the lead character, and you see him kind of quote-unquote developing to like what Ghost used to be. I think he's softer than Ghost ever was. You know, at least Ghost was making power moves. Now here's where I did, you know, when Ghost, when Ghost told Tasha to have some fucking sympathy, the love of his life just died. Dog, just still take me out. That shit still take a hey, salute to my nigga Ghost. Hold up, he told his wife, "Have some fucking sympathy." My wife just died. That's when I knew Ghost was a crazy. I, that's when I knew he ain't even having no more. Ghost is out here living wild, real fraudulent. Uh, and Tariq wish he can be Ghost. I he he wished on his best day he was that smooth and that cool. And I see what they trying to do. Now I did like that they brought Tommy back. You know that was like Tommy and Two Bit. But two bit just always been too strong personality for me. I just, I just don't see it. You know what I'm saying? And you know, um, they brought him back just to catch a body and extort Tariq. I, I mean, this nigga selling dope on campus. I'm not really sure he's gonna be able to get that bread up for you that you asking, my guy. What do you ask for? Like fifty racks? <laughs> nigga, be lucky if he's making that. Um, I thought that I thought the writing was way more forced than it ever had been in the original Power, but I thought it was good to still watch. Um, because they had really good character. I, I would say Method Man most definitely gave me an invested interest. I thought Meth was still a little stiff. And uh but I still but Method Man is a great actor, like a really, really, really good actor. And I'm hoping that Marvel hold him down. And you know, he's he's an, and he's uh, you know, he's a Marvel buff, right? And he really wants to be in a Marvel movie. I hope he gets that shot. Uh salute to that OG. Another another living legend, just like Mary J. Blige was in the show. Salute to that. Um, here's the things that I didn't like about power. The, this is going to sound harsh. Damn. I might get some, I know, whatever. Fuck it. Just say it. Just say it. Uh, the women that they surrounded Tariq with, I just don't really see any of them. Like Effie, like that was really forced. Effie in real life wouldn't even fuck with Tariq. He's weak. And then on top of that, y'all try to make her like this little clever, you know, little budding queen pan who hit the campus and sold packs and, She's still mad at Tariq. Like, all these girls mad at Tariq like he a heartbreaker. That man is not a heartbreaker. He is not a heartthrob. That kid is lame. Like, lame. Not in real life. On the show. I just want to make sure I keep that perfect. On the show. Uh, Tariq is a character is lame. And then y'all got these three girls. Now you got Mary J. Bly's daughter. I forgot her name. Look it up later. You got her over here spazzing on him, going through his pockets, finding condoms, and being mad. Like they smashing, they made the, the writers made these young women who are supposed supposed to be these powerful upcoming young women. Um, even the 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 woman, the girl who really twenty eight in real life, 
Uh, but she his love interest in class on the show, the light-skinned girl. I forgot her name. Um, another one. You know, like, y'all got these women so clingy and so emotionally anchored to Tariq. We all really fucking up their character development as writers. Like, that, I just really didn't like that. They had no independence. Their whole reasons for existence. And y'all forced them sex scenes, too. I promise you didn't nobody want to see no sex scenes with Tariq. I, pr- I, I could poll 100 women from every age and every from every age gap from every demographic like i could poll and nobody would ever say they wanted to see that situation go down nobody but hey i mean here it is y'all made it happen uh also his his um to wrap up that thought yeah i just think the writers did a, a, a shit job with trying to force Tariq to be this love interest with these three you know up and coming smart brilliant young women just being t- torn to bits over him emotionally I just, I just really didn't see that. That was forced writing. Um, I also felt like, you know, the Kane situation was dope because he was a loose cannon. I thought that was dope. Shout out to the Woody kid. I think his name is Woody McLean. I think it is. Uh, transition from social media real well to, to real life getting it, all right, on an acting level. I see you, my guy. You do your thing out here. You do your damn thing. My drink is running low, so, you know, we might want to get a little. I might do a song break. You know what I'm saying? So I can get my little refill on. I don't even think I don't chase her. But anyway, so I do think that Power Book 2 was okay. I don't see a second season coming back. The whole storyline of Tariq killing uh, his male teacher, uh, whoever, uh, I think his name was, uh, what was his name? Uh, Jabar? Jabari? Yeah. Nah, Jabari was a ho-ho. Now, that was the biggest ho of the entire season. I've never seen a woman. <laughs> Look, all right, I'm going to sum up this guy for you, man. Jabari is Tariq's, uh, I guess, assistant teacher, uh, assistant instructor, uh, professor, uh, to his real professor who kind of has a crush on him, which is weird as shit. And this has been the most flagrant show when it comes to teachers smashing their students in college. All types of motherfucking campus violations that been had in this. All right. They just smashing their students left and right, especially Jabari. So Jabari's love interest is the sex crazed inst- instructor who takes a special liking to Tariq and wants to see him make it. Jabari thinks she's smashing the homie. So Jabari's so crazy and jealous. He's stalking my mans. And Jabari is smashing his students left and right. Smashing his students left and right. How did he live this? And then he stole Tariq's story and wrote a whole book. And the guy was supposed to be, if this was the old power, Jabari would have been dead three episodes in. Ghost would have wrapped him up a long time ago. Would have been got that clown out of here. He was a real clown. Um, And then they end up killing him, you know, last episode of the season. You know, I'm spoiling this for you. Then, you know, whatever. You wasn't going to watch it anyway if you ain't watched it by now. This ain't one of them ones you bring back later after it cooled off because everybody was rocking with it so tough. This was lukewarm at best at its peak as far as social media is concerned. And, you know, you look at it like, man, you know, the Jabari kid gets killed. There was a lot of deaths that Tyreek was involved in, and Tyreek didn't kill nobody. So Kane ended up really kind of popping him, you know what I'm saying, like on some real shit. And and to be honest, Kane's character was dope. They had him way too wild. They had their little sister in that family was way too dependent. Uh, the second kid, uh, you know, the one who was, you know, the one who was gay, you know, hey, look, I, that that high, you know, he was the biggest gangster of the family. It turned out to be, you know what I'm saying? At least the most coordinated one. Uh, and then Tasha, I'm glad we got Tasha to fuck up out of there. Round of applause to the writers for getting that right. Tasha was supposed to be gone a long time ago. Jesus Christ. That story long, that storyline was holding on for dear life 
and it was already dead. It was it was in the afterlife, and they try to they try to resuscitate a dead body out the box, because that Tasha storyline was terrible. And still, where the where in the hell is his youngest sister? Like she just out here, she just gone. They didn't locked her in the room and then gave her to the grandma. Lord, they, that character had no development. They might as well. That's what they should have had died. They should have had the young daughter die. You know, had the man creep in the house and kill him because uh, uh, Raina didn't deserve that. All right. At least Raina was acting. I thought I thought Raina's character was annoying as shit, just like Tariq. You know, the whole St. Patrick family was trash as fuck. But, you know, whatever. Um, but the little daughter had no camera time. And then she was like, she, she was like, she's like 16 next time they put the camera on her. Like, where'd that come from? You know, she like 6'1". You know, she got a driver's license, you know. She had a whole whole unit. You know, she looked manicured up out here. It was pretty crazy. But Power Book 2, that sums that up. I, I did get a chance to check that out. Um, you know, now there's not too many shows. I, I don't even have, have no shows to fuck with. So if you got any shows that you like, a, a couple people told me about, uh, so Snowfall is coming back around. And a lot of people told me to fuck with Snowfall. I'm not really sure if I'm going to do that, though. Um, I feel like it's too, you know how, how a series is popping? everybody talking about it and rocking with it and you like and i'm anti-conformist and i'm i'm, I'm anti-mainstream anti-conformist and people start telling you to watch some shit now i gotta watch it because you've been watching it now you want to sun me you trying to sun me to catch me up you now you're trying to over explain storylines hidden hidden meanings you know what i'm saying little nest eggs here and there like oh and this person gonna get popped when they do this don't don't tell me nothing i don't want to hear that i just watch it on my own accord but uh, a lot of people telling me to catch up with snowfall apparently this is the time to binge it i kind of ran out of shows man the pandemic then choked everything ain't nobody really even working right now so we will see how that goes either way about time to wrap this up now i doubt this episode makes it as far as i wanted to go because i had a lot of fun with this episode um shout out to road uh this roadcaster pro um is extremely fire um i really love this it made this broadcast and it makes podcasting so much more fun uh, it gives me the ability to play music whenever I want to, sound effects when I want to, you know, reference snippets whenever I want to. Um, this is extremely dope, and um, I will be cranking up the podcast to uh, two times a week. So make sure you watch out for the drop on Thursday and also the drop on Sunday. Um, any request you want to be on the show, you got any feedback, you want to, you know, I don't know, just throw me some comments, You feel free to do so on my Instagram or my Twitter at DRoyale. I'm primarily on those, but Twitter more than anything else. You can most, most definitely always reach out to me and hit me up. Also, uh, if you want to hit me up as well, um, just through email, droyale1045 at gmail.com because I do produce, coordinate, consult for podcasting. Um, this is all legit independent. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to get you right. I can help you carve out your podcast, help you carve out some consistency when you're dropping episodes. And I know I want to talk. I know I want to talk because sometimes I don't drop, but I was getting my studio together. You got to bear with me. Um, so if you do have a podcast in mind or maybe you have an idea and you just want to be consulted on it and just kind of carve it out, or maybe you do have the podcast already carved out and you know exactly what you want to do and how you want to execute it. You know, I have all of the equipment for you to be able to do it literally from your phone. Um, we can set up a zoom call, you know, put you on a high dev zoom call with one of your friends. If you got multiple friends, I can patch in four to five people at a time, high dev. We can record that. Everything is done right there on the spot. Um, and I give you a really good rate. And working with people in 2021. 2021 is the year of independence, all right? Um, it's time to really get it. So uh, make sure you hit me up. D-Royale, Real Spit with Royale podcast. And you know what? I'm going I'm to play another song before I get up out of here. If I, get, I mean, I didn't already violate all the community guidelines you can violate. 
So I'm as well go ahead and rock with this. Uh, I'm also go ahead and get it in. I don't even know what I want to play on my way out. I don't even know what I want to play. I, I did miss um, a few things, um, and I just kind of wanted to make sure I hit those throughout the week. Oh, yo, oh, I still, oh, I still had the mirror in his back. What? Hey, seven days was fire. Matter of fact, let's do that. On my way out, uh, we'll do, we'll do some Mary. We'll do uh, my my favorite Mary song. That's what we'll do. Since it was already running in the background, I might as well bless you. Um, also, keep in mind that you can subscribe to all of my channels. All right, and and it's free. You know, you you ain't got to do nothing crazy. Just subscribe to all of my channels. D Royale on all channels. All right, my YouTube channel. Um, you can subscribe to me on. Uh, I'm moving over from SoundCloud exclusively. Uh, well, I might stay on SoundCloud. I don't know. We'll see if they can do some 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 good if they can work with me. Um, but you can hit me up. Follow me on all my pages: SoundCloud, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, what Amazon, uh, Google Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, uh, everything. I'm literally on everything. So make sure you subscribe and follow Real Spit Royale. I will see you on Thursday. This is just a bonus episode that I dropped on a Monday night. Well, technically it's Tuesday now. Um, just something that I wanted to do. I got all my new equipment and I wanted to test it out. So I figured why not make it an official episode to play with all of my new bells and whistles, all of my gizzards and gadgets. I don't know why I said it, but I don't even know why I said it that way. But anyways, while Molly here, happy birthday to the GOAT, Mary J. Blige. Uh, my second favorite Mary J. Blige around right out.